Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Until 7 p.m. Friday, snow will develop and overspread the area between 2 and 4 a.m. Snow will start to taper by around 3 to 4 o'clock in the afternoon. A quick 1 to 3 inches of snowfall expected Friday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Tyson's is at 30, Waldorf freezing right at 32, LaFont Plaza 34 degrees. Snow to start in just a few hours, and we are falling to the middle 20s. This is where you turn when the weather threatens. WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, snow starting to fall here in the next two to three hours in the Washington area, possibly three or more inches on the ground by the afternoon. The federal government is open on a two-hour delay. Many schools are going to be closed, but some are also delayed. One local school system out with a long-awaited explanation on why it chose to close for the day at 7.30 in the morning on Wednesday. Nearly 31% of Maryland's kids are chronically absent, so where are they? I'm Kate Ryan. 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Wendy Gillette. Congress has approved a short-term spending bill, but it's the third stopgap budget measure the past few months. CBS News correspondent Scott McFarlane reports from Capitol Hill. What's happening here today does not bode well for those larger negotiations. If it took this much time and there was no closure to just keeping the government funded, how do you tackle these thorny, nettlesome issues like immigration reform, something so difficult it tends to happen just once in a generation in Congress, or Ukraine? when there are dozens of House Republicans who, no matter what, don't support any further funding of Ukraine. An 18-year-old resident of Portland, Oregon, stepped into action after a live power line fell on a car during an ice storm, leading to three electrocutions. Majaya Washington was able to save a baby near the car. So I crouched down. I like kind of slid. I used my hands to break my fall. And I didn't land on top of his father, but I kind of like my hands landed on top of him. And I just grabbed the baby. I pulled him up. I was swaddling him. A flight attendant is under arrest months after a girl said she found a phone taped to a toilet seat on her flight. WBZ reporter Nicole Davis. It was on September 2nd during a flight from Charlotte to Boston when court documents show the 14-year-old girl went to use the bathroom but then was told by Estes Thompson she could use the bathroom in first class. She went inside, found a cell phone flash on taped to the toilet seat. She told her parents they reported it. Police say they started to investigate immediately. The Justice Department says Thompson allegedly had recordings of four Four other young girls using the toilet, some as young as seven years old. The Justice Department released a deeply critical report about the response to the Uvalde school shooting in Texas in 2022. Correspondent Lilia Luciano with the story. After reviewing over 14,000 pieces of data and more than 260 interviews, the report lays much of the blame on then-school police chief Pete Arredondo and his failure to treat it as an active shooter situation and not send all available resources towards the threat until entry was made into the classroom. A SpaceX Dragon capsule is heading to the International Space Station after a successful launch from the Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Three, two, one, ignition, engine full power, and liftoff. So, action three. 
The all-European crew is on board the mission, paid for by the private Houston-based company Axiom Space. And new research published in Scientific Reports says rising oceans could bring devastating economic losses to some parts of Europe. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. WTOP at 1203. Good Friday morning, January 19th, 2024. Cloudy with snow showers headed our way as we head towards daybreak on this Friday. Veronica says the low should be 26 to 32. We're at 33 right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Top of the stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. I love the winter. Well, that's a good thing because that's where we begin this morning with our local stories. The new winter blast headed our way. We began this week, as you well know, with the white stuff snow ending the week in the same fashion, we're told, with anywhere from one to four inches on the ground around D.C. and its suburbs. We've heard now from the federal government this morning here at WTOP, opening under a two-hour delayed arrival with the option for unscheduled leave or unscheduled telework. We also have a long list of local school closings and delays because of the bad weather. Let's begin now in Virginia, closed for this Friday, January 19th, because of the snow or expected snow, of course. Fairfax County Public Schools, Alexandria City, Arlington County, Falls Church City, Manassas City, Manassas Park City, Loudoun County, Prince William County, Rappahannock County, Fauquier County, all those public schools closed in Virginia. In Virginia, opening two hours late this Friday, Spotsylvania County Public Schools, Stafford County, and Fredericksburg City. In Maryland, under a two-hour delay, Calvert County Public Schools, Charles County Public Schools, closed in Maryland on this Friday, Montgomery County Public Schools, Prince George's County Public Schools as well, Frederick County Public Schools, Howard County, Carroll County, Washington County, Baltimore County, Baltimore City Public Schools, all under, uh, all closed for today. Now, to Anne Arundel County Public Schools, students were scheduled to be off today for the semester break. Anyway, employees have the option this Friday in Anne Arundel County to work remotely. And in West Virginia, Jefferson County Public Schools will be closed this Friday. Whenever we have bad weather, get the complete list of closings and delays always updated a click away at our website, WTOP.com. It's 12.05 on your Friday morning. Indeed we are. Now to the forecast. A winter weather advisory starting at 4 this morning, as we've been telling you here at WTOP, your weather alert station. Our area expected to get 1 to 3 inches of snow, and temps will be cold enough, we're told, for it to stick. That snow overspreading the area by 4 o'clock, and by 7 o'clock, we could already have 1 inch of snow on the ground by noon already, too. And then just a little more than that that it, uh, falls as we get to that 3 o'clock and 7 o'clock hour. It will become more scattered to isolated for the afternoon hours. Again, the bulk of the snow prior to about noon, we're expecting 1 to 3 inches for your Friday. But again, high impacts to area roads for that morning rush. That was 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson on WTOP. We've got your full forecast in just a few minutes, part of traffic and weather on the 8s here on WTOP. 12.06, now some Montgomery County public schools families were outraged Wednesday midweek this week when the school system announced that day plans to close at the very last minute. Now the district is responding with a new video about how it makes decisions based on the weather. So we deployed teams, well over 1,200 individuals, to go out to the schools to start to clear. Each one of the schools, obviously, is a unique. It really is a very complex um, situation. 
Now, Seth Adams is an associate superintendent of the Office of Facilities Management. It is important to try to get as much information out as early as possible, but I, I think we also have to recognize that the earlier that you make a decision, that things can also change and shift. The county says it starts monitoring weather conditions two hour, two days, that is, two days in advance and sends teams out to evaluate roads and sidewalks as early as 3.30 in the morning on a day of predicted snow. WTOP at 12.07. Across Maryland, the number of kids chronically absent and not actually going to school ranging from 25% in elementary to 36% in high school. Lawmakers got a briefing on the trend this week and what's needed to address this problem. In an Annapolis hearing room, Maryland State Superintendent of Education Carrie Wright laid out the numbers of students who are chronically absent. And you can hear State Senator Christopher West's stunned reaction. Think about that. You have more than a third of your children that are chronically absent. So Statewide. Statewide. Wright said they want to come to school if they feel welcomed. They want to come to school if they're feeling successful. And they want to come to school if they feel like they belong. Among the reasons kids are not in school, unstable housing, lack of transportation, bullying, and since covid a sense of disconnection. Maryland's Blueprint for Education, a multi-billion dollar reform plan, is seen as a partial solution, but a number of lawmakers have expressed concern about the costs. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. March for Life at the National Mall, expecting 50,000 people. The annual March for Life rally marks the anniversary of the Supreme Court's 1923 Roe v. Wade decision that made abortion legal. Although that decision was overturned, people who are against abortion say their work is unfinished. House Speaker Mike Johnson is also expected to speak at the rally. The pre-rally concert begins at 11 a.m., with the march starting on the mall and finishing between the Capitol and Supreme Court. You can find a list of street closures at WTOP.com. Cheyenne Curran, WTOP News. Good Friday morning, January 19th. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 12.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Driving your mother on the 8s and when it breaks 24-7 on WTOP. Good Friday morning to Ken Berger with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning. Uh, we have the accident working in Montgomery County. This is southbound 270, just on the approach to Old Georgetown Road. The three center travel lanes are blocked along with the far left shoulder. The only thing, uh, the only lane that is open is the right slowdown lane as you make the approach to Old Georgetown Road and traffic is moving through that lane. It's a very light volume, luckily, at this time of the night. So the, the delays are there, but they're not quite as severe. However, they do stretch back almost as far as the 270 spur. And once you clear that accident, seen on the Beltway uh, inner loop you, or the, once you get to the Beltway, you're going to find all lanes are open, both sides between 270 hitting past 95 all the way to the Wilson Bridge and no major worries as you make your way around the Beltway in Virginia. Had some uh, equipment repair work on the inner loop near 66 over in the far left lane and that has been cleared. The accident southbound 95 south of 123 likewise has been cleared. No reported accidents now in Virginia up and down the 95 corridor. All lanes are cleared between Spring Field in Fredericksburg and not seeing any major delays. 395 in the clear both sides between Springfield and the Pentagon. Cut the work zone westbound 66 after the Rosalind Tunnel right lane gets by. Go electric to Fitzway looking for an electric car. Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Expect widespread snow by 5 o'clock this morning. Temperature 
workers will be around freezing, so the snow will stick to the ground. Anything that's not treated, plan for delays and closures Friday with light snow impacting this morning rush. Temperatures will rise to about 32 to 35 degrees. Snow will finally end by 7 p.m., easing through the afternoon, though. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Around the region right now, we're at 30 at DuPont Circle, 29 Germantown, 32 Addendale, midnight hour, Friday morning, January 19th here at WTOP, 33 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you this early morning on TOP by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences, six months. No payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. Time now to check your money news on WTOP with Jeff. The average rate on a 30-year mortgage fell to 6.6% this week. That's a seven-month low. McLean-based candy giant Mars will spend $250 million on a new baking facility for its Nature's Bakery snack bar brand. IKEA is opening two small designer stores in Gaithersburg and in Annapolis. The first mini IKEA opened in Pentagon City. The Dow finished Thursday up 202 points. The S&P 500 up almost 1%. Jeff Clayton, WTOP News. Overseas, Asian stocks mixed. The first check in the midnight hour Friday morning here at WTOP. The Nikkei is up by 358 points. The Kospi up 25. The Hang Seng down 31 points. The Shanghai off almost 14. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now is 1210. Welcome in. Want to know what's on the road ahead of you? Check with WTOP for traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. They're a must for every driver. Okay, you've got your seatbelt on, you've got your car started. What's next? Check my mirrors. Uh... Check the traffic report on WTOP. Now you got it. WTOP traffic updates anytime you're on the road. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're with WTOP. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. It's Friday, January 19th. Thanks for starting with us this midnight hour here at WTOP. Welcome in. If you're just joining us, cloudy with snow showers developing as we head towards daybreak, starting around 2 this morning, according to Veronica. The actual low by daybreak, 26 to 32 degrees, 1 to 3 inches of the white stuff we will likely see. We're at 33 degrees in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're with us. 1213 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Let's talk politics on WTOP Friday morning, campaign 2024 on WTOP. The New Hampshire primary is coming up on Tuesday night next week. Donald Trump is holding on to his sizable lead right now over surging challenger Nikki Haley in the state with the primary just five days away. But Haley continues to close the gap, according to the latest Suffolk University NBC10 Boston Globe tracking poll. This morning, Axios national political correspondent Alex Thompson joins our Dimitri Sotis from New Hampshire to tell us whether the buzz on the ground right now is about Haley or still very much about Mr. Trump. The buzz is a little bit of confusion about why there is not more events. I can tell you just today, there were only three events on the GOP side. Ron DeSantis did no events in the state. 
Donald Trump did no events in the state. He attended the funeral for his mother-in-law. And Nikki Haley did three events in the morning, and we'll do a CNN town hall at night. But I can tell you that there has been you know, a, a bit of confusion among Republicans in New Hampshire as to why Nikki Haley, who, while she has been surging in polls in the state, did just get third place in Iowa, why she has not been doing more public-facing events in the state, sort of a la like Bill Clinton 1992. Right. That's an excellent point. And because, as you say, uh, that showing in Iowa wasn't much, she really needs to come uh, within a whisker of Donald Trump here to to say that she's done something uh, in New Hampshire. Is there any explanation from her campaign? You know, I think the best explanation is that her campaign from the very beginning has been at worst, very risk averse or at best, very disciplined. And the fact is that even though she spent a lot of money, her and her allies spent a lot of money in Iowa and had a disappointing finish in New Hampshire, that they are going to just continue to go about their strategy. Um, so I think the best explanation is one that, you know, she is a very disciplined candidate. But sometimes, it, you know, I think the criticism is that you need to be flexible when situations call for it. Some people may not know, although a lot of people here in Washington are in the know, that Joe Biden is not on the ballot there in New Hampshire. How's that going to play out with some possibly writing in his name uh, or uh, one of these other candidates like a Dean Phillips or Marianne Williamson somehow being declared the winner? That's absolutely right. And the truth is, we honestly don't know. So it is possible that we, you know, Joe Biden's allies in the state have a robust organization to write in his name. And it's possible that he could get 80 percent of the vote in the state. It's also possible that Dean Phillips, who he and his allied super PAC have spent millions of dollars in ads in the last 10 weeks, could bump that down to maybe Joe Biden only gets 60 percent of the vote. And there has not been a lot of polling in the state on the Democratic side. So we just don't know. You know, and I've been to a few Dean Phillips events while I've been here. And, you know, the reception has been, you know, pretty, pretty good. But the crowds have also been small. Interesting. Uh, we've got to wrap up just a few seconds left. And I'm not questioning your job up there as a reporter right now covering this. But sometimes the media wants a race where no race exists. Are, are we realistically just looking at Trump versus Biden as a rematch here? I think we'll know Wednesday. I think it's very possible that the general election of 2024 starts Wednesday. But I report, I don't predict. That is Axios National Political Correspondent Alex Thompson on WTOP in a conversation with our Dimitri Sutton. A quick look Friday morning here at TOP on the stories we're following for you this morning. Large number of local schools are shutting down or delaying plans for today ahead of this morning's expected snowfall across the Washington area. We'll update you this morning. While we cope with the new weather challenges, at least we don't have to worry about a federal government shutdown after all, at least temporarily. And a date is now set for Hunter Biden, President Joe Biden's son, to give a deposition to Congress. More on these developing stories in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Animals are languishing in U.S. shelters, especially dogs who look a certain way. These dogs are just as deserving of loving homes as any type of dog, which is why we decided to help them get out of kennels. Join the thousands of supporters of our mission to help us expand our national reach and proudly place more dogs from kennels into their forever homes. To learn more about our mission, please visit us at kennel2couch.org. Good Friday morning, January 19th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now is 1218. 
Traffic and weather on the gates and when it breaks. Ken Berger's with us this Friday morning and the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. On southbound at 270 prior to Old Georgetown Road, not just two left lanes are blocked because of the accident activity. You need to move over to the far right side as you come past the 270 spur on to southbound 270, but things are getting better. There are some delays, uh, but they aren't quite really aren't all that severe at this time, and everything is cleared out on southbound 29. Had the accident south of 216 earlier. That has been cleared, but the delays from Patuxent Parkway also in the clearing stages are getting uh, really thinning out a lot, so not seeing any major delays either side of 29 now between Silver Spring and Ellicott City. The ride on 95 and 295 in Maryland is looking okay. No major worries on 50 heading out to the Bay Bridge and at the Bay Bridge, all lanes are open either direction, 2 to the east, 3 to the west with no major delays. On the Beltway, had a couple of work zones both on the inner and the outer loop as you make the approach to 66. All of that road work has been cleared so all lanes are open now on the Beltway in Virginia between the Legion Bridge heading to to the Wilson Bridge on a westbound 66 after the Rosalind Tunnel. Right lane is getting by in the road work and uh, also had some road have some road riding work on eastbound 66 right at the Beltway. Uh, the right lane is blocked. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped clients win the compensation they deserve. And as always, pay no fee unless your case is won. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Coming up this half hour in the midnight hour, Friday morning on WTOP after traffic and weather. Two massive Explosions here in Anacostia, and it could have been way worse. I'm John Doman. Widespread snow expected this morning, and yes, it's going to be sticking to anything that's not treated. Temperatures in the mid-20s to lower 30s across the area. We're on winter alert as snow continues throughout the day, expecting between 1 and 3 inches. Much of it on the ground early afternoon. Snow will finally end by around 7 to 8 p.m. Our temperatures this upcoming weekend, mid-20s on Saturday, lower 30s for Sunday with sunshine, but bitterly low wind chill temperatures in the single digits. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now we're at 31 DuPont Circle, 29 Germantown, 32 Annandale, and we are at 33 degrees and holding in our nation's capital and still ahead for you this morning. I am excited. D.C. cuts the ribbon on some nice-looking affordable housing. I'm Nick Nelly. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Ring in the new year with the ultimate timeless gift, a diamond from Diamonds Direct. Whether you're ready to pop the question or celebrating a lifetime of love in 2024, Diamonds Direct can make this New Year's one to remember forever. Diamonds Direct is the area's destination for exquisite diamonds in all shapes and sizes. And our nationwide price guarantee ensures you'll get the best value, period. To showcase that spectacular diamond, we have literally thousands of designer settings from all the top names like Takori, Viraggio, Simon G., A. Joffe, and many more. And our experts will guide you every step of the way with the education you want and the respect you deserve. Engagement rings, wedding bands, eternity bands, fashion rings. At Diamonds Direct, we specialize in the ultimate symbol of love, and we welcome the opportunity to celebrate with you. So start the new year with some new excitement, new hope, and some new bling. Diamonds Direct, across from Tyson's Corner Center and in Rockville off Rockville Pike and proud sponsor of UVA Athletics. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. It's Friday, January 19th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. It's 1222. Welcome in. You're listening to WTOP News. So a 37-year-old man 
is dead this morning after he was shot Wednesday night this week, midweek, while clearing snow at a, at a Montessori school in Howard County, Maryland. Howard County police say this morning that Alex Ramirez Garcia was working that day as a private snowplow driver on the parking lot of the school when he was shot. Someone found Garcia outside his vehicle in the parking lot at around 8.45 in the morning that day. He was taken to a local hospital where he later died. Police believe the shooting was not random and are looking still this morning for any info on a potential suspect and potential motive in the case. The investigation is on this morning after two massive explosions sent flames shooting into the air at Anacostia on Thursday morning. WTOP's own John Dolman has more this morning from the scene on just what went down here. It was around 9.30 when a gas meter got hit here on Marion Barry Avenue. Lieutenant Ryan Bolton was one of the first firefighters to arrive. The gas was very noticeable. You could hear it leaking as well as smell it from the street. It was right outside of a daycare center and staff was already evacuating kids when crews got here. That decision saved lives. D.C. Fire Chief John Donnelly says minutes later there was an explosion on the second floor. That explosion knocked out the windows on the second floor and created a flash fire. The crews on the scene at that point called for additional assistance of a first alarm. Um, and while they were getting uh, th- those units on the scene and deployed, a secondary explosion occurred in the convenience store. The convenience store has been completely blown out, but only one person was hurt, and their injuries are minor. In Anacostia, John Dome in WTOP News. And new on WTOP Friday morning, former Loudoun County Public Schools Superintendent Scott Ziegler was scheduled to be sentenced this week Thursday. That was delayed. Ziegler was facing up to a year behind bars and a $2,500 fine on charges related to the school system's handling of two sexual assaults by the same student. His attorney says they argued a motion to set aside the verdict in the case, and the judge is now considering that. Sentencing cannot happen until the judge rules on that motion. It was back in September a jury found Ziegler guilty of retaliation when he fired an elementary school teacher. That teacher, Aaron Brooks, testified against Ziegler at a grand jury investigation looking at the handling of the sex assault three years ago. You know, for decades, a big chunk of land locally in D.C. by the Shaw Howard University Metro Station sat simply vacant. But now it's been turned, we're told, into trendy affordable housing units. D.C. has cut the ribbon on the mixed-use development known as Station U&O. One, two, three. It has 108 units of affordable housing reserved for families, making up to 60% of the median family income. One of the residents who will be living there is Kiviet Booknight. She just got her first look at her new home, and she couldn't be happier. I have an island. In your kitchen? In my kitchen. I never had an island before. (laughs) This is nice. I love it. In the district, Nick Einelli, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. It's Friday, January 19th. Thanks for starting the midnight hour with us. Time now to be exact, 1225, and our first midnight hit with Rob. The Capitals won the opener of their interconference home-and-home with the Blues 5-2, to two, thanks to T.J. Oshie's sixth career hat trick, his fourth as a Capital, scoring twice on the power play and added an empty netter as insurance against his former team. Oshie told Monumental Network his line mates were the key to his